Femininity is powerful in all its forms, exceptional women, rare girls must be appreciated in every way for their perspectives, actions, thoughts, and their unique ways of being. Such rare girls are inspiring, and this is what this podcast is all about. Hello, my name is Aziz, and my guest today is Marina Toderash. Marina graduated with a Bachelor of Philology in 2021 and a Bachelor of Law in 2021 as well. She is currently getting a master's degree in economics, specialty marketing to graduate in December 2022, and in philology and oral translation to graduate in May 2023. Marina likes psychology and she is interested in self-development. She loves singing, getting together with friends, watching Turkish TV shows, and Ukrainian football. She is also interested in true Ukrainian history because she believes, unfortunately, the Soviet and Russian governments did everything to distort it. That's why she wants to know the truth, and to analyze the history of her country and to share her knowledge on the page of her educational project, Velishny Narod. As she studies translation, recently she had had an experience of translating the lecture of Robert F. Engel, the Nobel Prize in Economics in 2002. It's an achievement for students who study translation. When she was a child, Marina became Little Miss Eurasia, and she was Little Miss of Bukovina, that's the region where she lives. She is a student at Taras Shevchenko National University, which is the best university in Ukraine, and in Yuri Fedgovich Chernivtsi National University, where she studies marketing. Marina, how are you today? Uh, hey, I'm great, and you? I'm feeling blessed. I'm feeling optimistic, and I'm feeling very curious about you. So I'll begin with this question. Do you describe yourself or think about yourself as a girl who is full of emotions, or do you feel you're much more logical? Oh, uh, (laughs) difficult questions to answer. Uh, Like, you know, um, I think that uh, I can mix both personalities <laughs> in one uh, but uh, uh, yeah mostly i am a very serious and logical uh, girl woman but uh, um, in some cases when uh, uh, it touches my soul um, i can be so emotional and i suppose that uh, i cannot show my emotions to everyone Uh, my true emotions, I mean. So um, if someone um, can observe that I am uh, upset or so excited by something, I mean that these people are so close to me. Thank you. I heard this more than once in Ukraine, that you cannot share your emotions with everybody. Well, what is the problem or the issue with opening up, sharing all your emotions with everybody. Ukrainians are amazing people 
with the full uh, specter of emotions. Uh, but uh, yeah, it is difficult for us to share our um, feelings with somebody because we are afraid, I suppose, of um, that something will be uh, will get worse with uh, if we share our positive experience. I mean, and uh, um, that is actually a historical background, I suppose. Uh, but uh, actually, I'm not sure. Maybe that's a, a specific of our culture, maybe something deeper. I, I don't know. But yes, uh, uh, it used to be so. Uh, maybe the future generations uh, will show best results, because, uh, if to speak about this uh, issue, because uh, uh, we are changing uh, with every day. You know, and uh, the current situation shows us that uh, um, it is important to live our best uh, days right now. Like, not in the future, not uh, in the past, but now. So maybe, uh, yeah, our next generation will be more open-minded and more, um, more open to the world. Thank you. I have a question about that because some sociologists say that the war in Ukraine will traumatize many generations, that a lot of people will become more closed and negative because of it, and you need maybe three, four generations for people to return to more positivity. Do you agree with that, or do you feel that when victory happens, that celebration will bring back the joy and enthusiasm for life. I could agree with it, uh, but uh, <laughs> the second part of the question was quite optimistic. Uh, so let's uh, speak about it. So yeah, uh, if to um, judge this uh, um, from psychological point of view, I suppose that yeah, uh, to be completely free of uh, uh, depression or some negative uh, feelings, uh, yeah, there should that's a work of uh, lots of generations uh, that are going to be. But uh, um, actually, Ukrainians, uh, Ukrainians are so. Uh, unique nation that I don't even know how we would behave after the victory, after our victory. Uh, it's important. <laughs> you know, um, I suppose that, uh, yeah, we, uh, we will have that moment of joy, but um, we understand the price of, that, of this victory. And we un understand that um, um, many generations before us also suffered and they uh, were, um, you know, like Soviet uh, government and uh, Russian Imperial government uh, did a great job to do everything to kill uh, Ukrainians, to kill our, our unique culture, to kill uh, everything that we have. They are doing it more than 300 years. So um, we, uh, Ukrainians who live now, we are also um, not um, uh, victims of uh, its aggression, but uh, 
we are like an experiment, you know. But uh, uh, yeah, I suppose that uh, this victory will be like um, a new start, the new beginning. Uh, we can, uh, our nation can start from the scratch, rebuilding uh, our history, rebuilding our country, uh, and uh, um, yeah, that's uh, that's a big trouble for us because uh, I see that our um, people now they are suffering. I observe it, and me too. Like I mean, that's not so um, bad, but badly shown. But uh, yeah we have that impact uh, but uh, the generation uh, the next generations are our hope so maybe they will change everything thank you this is a very important topic and we will discuss it more first before we go deeper into more emotional things i want to know more about you what is to you the meaning of being a woman, of femininity? What is that energy? How can you describe it? Is it aesthetic? Is it a behavior? Or what is it for you when you feel like a woman? Uh, being a woman, it's about uh, being confident in everything that you do. Uh, yeah. Being a woman, uh, it's about aesthetics. Like, I mean, there are no uh, rules for these aesthetics. Like, there are so many girls who likes, I don't know, like old money style, <laughs> you know, uh, and they are perfect. There are so many girls that like uh, that baggy trousers and crop tops, and they also are amazing. And... Uh, uh, Everybody on this planet is amazing. But if to speak about uh, our power, I mean that it is uh, confidence. Because when a woman is confident in what she's doing, she can uh, change the world. Uh, that is so uh, essential for... Um, Woman right now for women right now to um, to show their personality uh, because um, you know also if to speak about some historical background um, we can observe that uh, women's uh, women in some uh, countries were not so free as they are now and I suppose that uh, this uh, uh, is uh, very uh, optimistic results uh, right now but yeah uh, we have to um, we, we don't have to we uh, women uh, are amazing perfect a woman is all about uh, her uh, inner power and uh, women actually can do uh, anything if they want to, of course. Thank you. That's a very empowering message and something really, really wonderful. And I want to know about you specifically. If your friends were to describe your personality, 
what would they say? And is there a difference between your personality and the first image that people see about you when they first meet you? Maybe they think you're arrogant or have a bitch face or very serious, but you are not, or maybe they're correct. Can you share more about you inside and how people, new people, perceive you on the outside? Everything that you just said is all about the situation that I have uh, always with my friends. Actually, they, if to judge by the first uh, meeting, uh, yeah, they think that I am uh, arrogant a little bit, so serious. And, um, you know, yeah, I have such kind of face that <laughs> they don't like. Uh, but uh, uh, actually, when we uh, start, uh, I don't know, speaking, when we start um, our conversation, especially if to uh, speak about some uh, things that I am well known in. So uh, they would say that I am, uh, they say, actually not would, uh, they say that I'm so uh, straightforward and uh, uh, quite open-minded and to do everything for uh, people to feel comfortable, uh, convenient uh, nearby me. I suppose that is like, um, that's what they say. Like, that is like the, the conclusion. Thank you. This is fascinating. And if people, you know, if you meet new people, have you ever had the experience of instant chemistry where you felt, whether it's a friend or more romantically where you felt with a guy that you know him all your life, that chemistry is intense between you? Or are you always more reserved and you need more time to slowly observe people, get to know them before you open up and build any chemistry or connection? Uh, for sure, this chemis chemistry exists, but I usually think... Um... I usually uh, is, am so logical uh, person, so um, yeah, I I rely on my um, on things that I see, and uh, I need some time to think that what I think about this uh, uh, person. But I actually trust my intuition, and uh, I always understand. Uh, if this person is uh, could be my soulmate or just a friend, I feel it. Uh, that is why I believe a little bit in chemistry. But uh, yeah, that's a um, feature of my personality that I always uh, overthinking, and this is the um, the way I judge people. Yeah, I have to uh, see how they behave how they talk. Uh, I have to listen to their um, maybe values. I have to understand them. And uh, only after it, I, uh, I can ha like have an overall um, impression. Uh, but still, yeah, uh, I suppose that uh, chemistry exists. Maybe... Uh, I haven't experienced it so uh, so how highlighted. Thank you. 
And since you're being logical, have you ever experienced or understand the maybe stereotype that a lot of women prefer bad guys more than good guys because they have a lot of emotions, drama, excitement, and risk, while good guys could be more stable but boring and not so roller coaster. What's your perspective on this? Is it a myth? Is it reality? Have you felt it? Do you understand it? And can you share more? For sure. Uh, it's, uh, for me, a stereotype, a myth. But <laughs> uh, such kind of women uh, exist. Uh, exists. And uh, I believe that uh, that is only uh, the first impression. But for imagine that they... Uh, uh, started dating and after that they exist that bad guys are not for them so uh, that is why i think that it is like the consequence of uh, such chemistry that we've been talking uh, and uh, if to speak personally about me i also um like uh, I also like such kind of uh, bad guys, but only in TV shows, I suppose. But if to speak about life, uh, I better think 100 times if it is good for me, <laughs> if this guy really uh, uh, is uh, uh, good for is a good choice and we can uh, not waste our time but spend it like uh, uh, really good for for both people thank you this is very very fascinating and therefore have you ever had a situation where maybe in a new university or in a new a place you have noticed that people think or are afraid to speak with you are intimidated because they think you have a poker face and therefore you try to initiate and start the friendships or the communication or are you more that you wait and if people want to speak with you they come to speak with you and what is your thought about that do you feel that you have enough and many friends or do you wish that people saw you as someone who's not so intimidating and so they will be more friendly and you'll have more connections great question um so maybe so but uh, i don't remember the moments when uh, uh some people wanted to talk to me but i uh, was uh, i don't know with that poker face or so arrogant or something like that uh, but uh, you know um, i have noticed a trend that uh, every year i become more open-minded to people uh, so um, that is why such uh, situations maybe <laughs> if they were but i don't remember so such situations are uh, less and year uh, less and less with every year thank you and can you speak about the unique Ukrainian culture, the Ukrainian heritage, and how the Soviet and the Russian governments tried to erase it? What do you think is important for Ukrainians and the world to know and understand? And 
Why is that an important topic for you? Is it from before the war or after? Uh, I was interested in it uh, before the war um, a little bit because, uh, you know, Ukrainian culture is uh, unique. Like, I don't, I'm not sure if uh, um, any other country has something like we have. Um, because uh, that is why maybe is the reason why uh, Russian uh, government, why Russians, not only government, because it's like about nation, about their culture and their lifestyles. That is why Russians um, wanted to um, destroy everything that we have, to um, um, steal uh, the best examples of people's of Ukrainians art uh, and so on maybe uh, I have like lots of uh, examples but uh, have you heard about such an artist as Malevich no uh, okay <laughs> so uh, he um, he's uh, the most famous uh, picture is uh, the work of art is uh, black square but uh, lots of people who are interested in art they uh, think that Malevich is uh, Russian but actually he isn't he's um, Ukrainian uh, and uh, that is only a one example um, you know Russians wanted to steal almost everything that we have for example, they like the sound of, uh, like, the melody, right? Or they like the sound of our national song. They will, uh, that is why they wrote, uh, like, a Russian text for that melody that was, uh, like, produced in Ukraine. And uh, it became popular and as uh, their heritage, not ours. Now, after the war has started, we observe such examples more and more with every day. Um, and of course, I would like to continue speaking about uh, the language. Uh, you know, that is a uh, problem in Ukraine now. Uh, half or more or less, I don't know, like, let's say half of Ukrainians uh, speak Russian. Um, they uh, started uh, speaking Russian when they were children and they continue doing it right now. It is obvious because it's like Russian is their uh, mother language. Um, the reasons are the following. Uh, the Soviet uh, Union um, made everybody to uh, speak Russian. They, of course, uh, teach uh, children Russian. They did everything to uh, distribute only Russian culture, if we can say so, and Russian language. That is why lots of people uh, in Ukraine, uh, you know, that we have been a part of Soviet Union, I suppose. So lots of people of Ukraine uh, speak Russian. That is a pity, because uh, Ukrainian language is the mother language for uh, lots of other languages. Like, 
And Russian was created, it is a mix. It is a mix of, uh, it isn't even a mix, I suppose. <laughs> it's an accent of Ukrainian language, but with some uh, um, other words from other cultures. I mean, some maybe Asian or uh, other countries that uh, are neighbor to neighbors to Russia. So, uh, yeah, they did everything to kill Ukrainian language. And uh, now people uh, started to speak Ukrainian and they understand how unique and how fascinating, how uh, incredible is our language. It is so, uh, it sounds very softly, you know, uh, and uh, when you speak Ukrainian, it uh, sounds very smoothly. And, uh, uh, but <laughs> such uh, uh, people who uh, don't want to uh, speak Ukrainian, they are still exist. And, you know, like, if to speak about other countries, look at uh, Romania, right? They speak Romanian. <laughs> uh, look at uh, Poland. Uh, they speak Polish. Uh, it's obvious. Look at Germany. They speak Do uh, German, right? But uh, uh, why Ukrainians have one national language, but they still... Uh, speak like uh, the language of aggressor that is a big question i understand the pain and maybe the uh, difficulties that face that people who have been spoken russian for the for the whole their lives but we have to do something that is like our um, field to fight with russian aggression we can, uh, like, we have uh, the armed forces of Ukraine that are fighting, like, on the east of Ukraine, uh, and uh, not only in the east, uh, sorry, I, I remember, actually, but, uh, right, they are fighting with weapons, but we have to fight with the Russian, uh, with Russians by all cultural weapons well or by all cultural means that only exist that is our task to do everything to um thank you that is very deep and very important and to document and understand your experience and the reality how was that first day of war in ukraine how did you experience it where were you and how did this whole war situation maybe change you as a person? Uh, it was difficult morally uh, because uh, I uh, was uh, in Chernivtsi, that uh, that's a western part of Ukraine, but uh, um, there were explosions like nearby us, not in our region, but uh, in our neighborhood regions. It was so painful. We, you know, it was a kind of a feeling that you want to run somewhere, not run uh, away. Like, I mean, not run uh, abroad because you are uh, terrified by what is going on. Uh, but you want to do something. You you want to, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, I, f I felt it like to run 
somewhere, but you cannot. You cannot do anything with it. Like the war has start has just started. Like you understand that that this is the most uh, that is the thing that you would never thought uh, you would never think that it some day it would happen. Uh, we know that uh, the government did everything to, uh, like, uh, not directly, but to tell us some, like, hidden ways uh, that it is possible that the war will be. But we uh, didn't want to believe them. I yeah, that is the true. Ukrainians didn't want to believe anyone that the war uh, will start at that moment. And it is okay, because who wants to believe that the war will start? Yeah. And uh, the first day was um, was in... Uh, was I, I was reading uh, the news and watching TV, also news, the whole day. The second, the third, the fourth. Like, I mean... The first week, just reading news, reading news, and uh, uh, maybe solving some problems that we could face. I mean, like uh, uh, oil and gas troubles or um, uh, grocery shopping. We had to do it, but uh, you know that was a kind of chaos. So everything was okay, but we had to do that. And maybe uh, on the fifth day, I decided to volunteer, but. Uh, that was a uh, wave of people who wanted to help uh, everywhere and everyone. Uh, that is why uh, me and my friends, we went to uh, one uh, place when we could... Uh, uh, actually, I don't um, know how it is uh, called, but we did nets f to mask the soldiers for masking the soldiers and uh, yeah we did that for some days and uh, it helped us to uh, mentally relax because you uh, don't read the uh, news and it really helps you to um, to be not so um, not so uh, laden by the information and so on uh, that is why, yeah, and after that, after one week, we were just, I mean, after that, we were just two weeks doing nothing, also reading and watching news. And after that, we started, uh, we tried to live our normal life. Like, uh, my parents started uh, doing their job. I, uh, the education also is important for us, even even the war. That is why the learning process has started. Uh, you know that you told uh, our listeners that I study at two universities simultaneously. That is why I had uh, like work. I had uh, something to do, but still you. Um, you can, I don't know, write essay for your uh, classes. But uh, on the background, you think, oh my gosh, what is going on there? Uh, are there explosions? Also, this, uh, you know, the first uh, time there were uh, 
and now also they are uh, air raid sirens and uh, the first time we were so afraid of them we were hiding in shelters and uh, uh, mostly it was uh, during the nights so you have to uh, i was uh, sleeping in our uh, regular warm clothes not in pajamas but in cloth so uh, it would be convenient for us to move to the shelter very quickly and uh, yeah like it was uh, it was stressful but uh, you know what i have experienced we cannot even compare to people who were on occupied territories uh, never you know i am as a ukrainian but i am not but i cannot feel everything they that they uh, underwent and uh, it is so painful to understand it and if to speak about psychology uh, point uh, psychological point of view um you have uh, such a syndrome that uh you know you feel that you feel you feel guilty that you don't experience that that people there experience and uh, it is um, it is weird actually maybe not not everyone understand me but uh, yeah everything that is going on right now and during the first day or the first month it is so stressful uh, painful and in total chaos i would say so thank you I can feel the emotions in every one of your words. That was very powerfully said, and I wish you success in your studies. I wish you peace and Slava Ukraini. Hello, I'm Slava. Thank you for this amazing opportunity.